Alright, hello and welcome to episode 2 of the Dark Hour Gaming Podcast. I'm your host Mike and I have Ryan with me today. Hello. And Tom. Hello. How are you guys? Tired. <laughs> yeah, me too. Alright, but yeah, this is going to be a new format. We're going to just talk about some news topics that are in gaming that have hit lately. Just kind of go through them. Um, so, number one, I wanted to start with the... NES Classic being discontinued. I know none of us got it, but I always thought it was an interesting idea. So, I was kind of wondering what you guys thought about Nintendo doing that and Nintendo bringing more consoles out in the future. Or any other console maker, I guess. We'll start with you, Tom. Um, well, so, on that one, I guess, like, it didn't really hit my radar because, like, they have that virtual console, so, like, What's the real point? And didn't they have, like, I heard something about them having an issue with that system, and they recalled it. I could uh, be I wrong on that, though. I didn't hear about recalls. I just know they were supply constrained. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's It never seemed like such a good idea to be in with, because you have the virtual console, so what's the real point? I mean, okay, if you're a nostalgic fanboy, you can get your hands on an old-school console, but, I mean, I don't know. If I'm, like, that nostalgic for something like that, I'd want an original. I wouldn't want something that's reproduced. I'd want to spend, like, $1,000 on eBay to buy one of the original ones, not not a new-made one, you know what I mean? That's a good point. What about you, Ryan? You interested in things like that? Well, I, I kind of have to agree with Tom on that. Um, having a virtual console that I can go on and just buy all the old games that I would want to play is... A bit more on the like convenience side to things, especially considering Nintendo's purpose in the first place of releasing that console was to only have a limited supply for collectors. And you guys know me, I'm not a really a big fan of attaining collectors' editions of things, so I never really had the interest in it. Uh, I did see something that they were actually planning on doing like the same thing for the SNES. I don't know if either of you guys heard about that. But uh yeah, yeah, that was kind of the next thing I was going to head into. Um you're ruining the topics, right? No, 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 you're fine. My bad. <laughs> I just just yeah. 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 It, it's all good. I, I have it's a just bit more. Okay. I'm sorry. I was just going to say I have a bit more nostalgia with the SNES anyways considering my brother and I used to play the SNES that our parents got us like way back when all the time. We'd have a ton of games that we play on there like Secret of Mana and so I feel like if I were Secret to be interested in getting a... Shut up. <laughs> if I were to get something like that then I'd probably be more interested in a copy of the SNES than I would be the NES. I guess it's not as good a game as I thought. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering why you said shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. Uh... No, but uh, actually, you know, thinking along that logic, I actually would kind of want, I mean, I know I can buy them on virtual console, but it's nice to not have to worry about picking out um, the best games that, because you never know what you've missed, right? So those 30 games that they picked to put on the classic might be worth giving a shot. So that was one of the reasons I kind of looked at it, because I don't know. I'm interested in, in retro games and a lot of stuff that I missed when I was um, younger, which is why I have the uh, the Retron. I haven't bought mm-hmm. many games for it, which I, I need to, but Slacker. it's just... Well, yeah, it's just the backlog is the only thing keeping me from, you know, upgrading my catalog. So, but I don't know. I'm, I'm torn. I mean, for the right price, I, I would like one. I just I hate the fact that it's so difficult to find. So, if other console makers or other con they did this with other consoles besides, you know, the Super Nintendo or you know NES, what would you guys like to see? Mm, that's a tough one. You guys have any nostalgia for any previous consoles? I think my problem is, um, like, it's like I'd like to go back and play all these old games. I mean, I'm still trying to find time to go back and play Kingdom Hearts again on PS3, which I haven't been able to find time. I think it's just that they 
crank out so many new games and you want to play those mm-hmm. that you kind of have to like give up the old games because it's like there's a ton that i'd still like to go back and play like even ps2 era and ps1 era but like even beyond that it's it's hard to think about all those games that came out all that long ago there's so many games so little time i would definitely agree with that um if i had to pick something barring the backlog that it sounds like the three of us already have see i want to say the playstation 2 but like that doesn't even feel like it's been that long <laughs> like, that's true it lasted it's just, it's just so that good long of a system the early 2000s yeah that there's just like I could probably go find one for a relatively cheap price, a slim, and s- still be able to hook up all the games that I s- still currently have. I haven't even sold all the games. I sold one game on the PS2, and I regretted it ever since, even though <laughs> that game wasn't, like, one of my favorites or anything like that. So, like, I still have most of my games from way back when. I just need a PlayStation 2 to play it on. So if I had to do a classic, I'd probably choose something like that, but... Like I said, it's it just doesn't feel like it's been that long. Yeah. Something more like the NES makes more sense just because of how long long ago it came out. And I highly doubt anyone that still has one got, probably works that well. <laughs> I got the trump card. Virtual boy. Oh yeah. Virtual boy. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, it was so terrible. So but do do you guys feel like with the remakes and remasters that we get that they've kind of I wouldn't say ruined um, retro games. But Eliminated. Yeah, I mean, is there a need for some like to be able to just play like older games, or do you just wait for a remaster? I guess it all depends on the game because they do have a tendency of um, redoing the older games, uh, yeah. older games, uh, the more popular games. Right. So, like, you know, Jack Daxter was popular, uh, Ratchet Clank, Metal Gear Solid. They all got remakes. God of War. They all got remakes, and they still have continuously getting remakes onto the PS4 now rather than just the PS3. So it's like, I mean, you had like, okay, for instance, I was scrolling through the um, the PlayStation Store the other day, and I saw something on there that I never thought in a million years I'd see on there. It was Okaji the Shadow King. I played that oh game my God. on, I think, what was it, the PS1? And that game was great. It was so much fun, but it was like no one knew of it. When I was playing it, no one knew of it. It was like nothing. Um, it was like it was an unknown game, and I just happened to randomly get it and play it, and I loved it. And I knew that no one else had heard of it. I knew it wasn't a popular game, so to see it on the store for the PS4, I was like, "Wow, that's shocking!" But I've like, never heard of this game. <laughs> yeah, it was like it's an RPG. It was really good for its time. It's weird. Uh, it actually kind of reminds me of Persona from what I've played for the last like month and a half now. <laughs> um, it's obviously it's not it's it's similar. It's not like the same, but yeah, it's just it's just one of those games that I never expected to see on there. And like, there's countless other games that I've played that have never made it onto the PS3 or the PS4 as remakes. So I mean, like, yeah, there's. What I'm getting at is, yeah, there is, like, a reason to want to still own a PS1 or an NES or any of those older consoles for the games that you may have played that weren't as popular that you had a fondness for. But the majority of of games, yeah, they are coming out on Virtual Console and HD remakes and all that. kind of seems like between the new games that are coming out, the old classic games that everyone loved, where do you find the time to drop like a thousand dollars on an old school nes and pick up another couple of games for it yeah the uh, systems i mean i've kind of given up on getting actual original systems and you know the, the retro wasn't i didn't buy it but i know how much it costs it, it wasn't a ton it's finding certain games that's the the hard thing and i don't know some of them can be you know couple hundred bucks for some of the more rare ones it's ridiculous no actually uh, i was just talking with uh, caleb the other day and we were talking about the no actually no it wasn't caleb it was derek the other day we were talking about um 
the dot hack series <laughs> mm. all of those games at, at least eighty dollars the first one was eighty dollars the second one was like over a hundred I think up to when you get to the fourth game the fourth game is like over two hundred dollars Jesus if you look Christ. anywhere online because it's just that rare to find and I don't even know if it aged that well I mean I haven't played it in so long I still have the first game somewhere probably over here I bought, bin, I bought but... the first game of that too as well I wanted to get into the other series but it got confusing because it had like it didn't it had like a movie a TV show and a video game two different uh, video game series yeah, well, it had game. the regular dot hack, and then it had the GU series afterwards. <laughs> yeah, it, there was so much going on in that universe; it was really hard to keep up with. <laughs> all right, so yeah, I mean that that's kind of all I wanted to hit on that topic. Um, the last shipments come out this month, so if anybody's looking to get it, I would uh try your best to get them now i did just see a tweet that best buy would have some starting monday so we'll see how that goes it's not <laughs> enough for nintendo to sell out of every new console they make now they got to sell out of the old consoles that they're remaking <laughs> yeah that's it's kind of crazy if it was acting because is, is it still like they're like downloadable titles on it or are they actually like the original disc side like i don't really know too much about it since i didn't actually buy one of the consoles obviously i didn't even really look into it either i just know it existed. i'm sure they're just Is roms it... they're i think they're roms just preloaded onto the the, the uh it's, system like it, it can take um the original cartridge though right i i don't know well that's what i was wondering i, I so. feel like I feel like something like this would probably work better if it was something that was essentially like uh, backwards compatibility, right? Even though, if you look at it from that perspective, it's more like they're just remaking more of those consoles and you're able to finally actually buy it if you can't find one online anywhere or if it's too pricey online. But yeah, other than that, like, I don't know. It's just... What I would have done I to entice users, I don't, I don't know exactly how the, the system functions, but to entice people who have a collection of games, but not necessarily the collection of consoles, you make it so that that console can run the original games, the SNES games on it, or the NES games, whatever, um, on it, and it also has stored on it a certain select, like, popular games, so that way if you have, like, the entire collection of all NES games, you can still play those on this new console. Okay. Which would be really nice if, you know, your original console just, like, <clears throat> crapped out on you. Like, I know Jeremy's um, PS2 crapped out and on him when people... we tried to play Final Fantasy XII at one point, and it's like, it'd be nicer to be able to get a new, a newer console versus a pre-owned console that you don't know when that's going to break on you. Yeah, and also there are there are some people that traded in their consoles but kept all the games because that was their collection of them. They didn't really look into collecting consoles. And who knows how long it's going to be before every game is going to be at your disposal to be able to go up and just rebuy it, per se. Another million years. <laughs> so to uh, kind of stay on the console topic... Um... I'm actually going to switch up my order here. But, uh, so, I was reading the story. There's uh, Final Fantasy uh, 15 is getting an update. And most of it's just, from what I understand, PS Pro stuff. With that, and then the Scorpio specs just announced recently. Does that interest you guys at all? Did you guys think about even, like, trading in your PS4s to get PS4 Pros? Do you have any interest in the Scorpio? Like... Does that stuff matter? So, well, um, my uh, that's kind of it's a loaded question. Subject. <laughs> but like, well, so my thing is like, if we if we were in the age where 4K TVs were all you could get now, you know how like, you you know how remember the transition of flat screen TVs? Mm -hmm. You could still buy a box, you know, the classic box TV, but um, the uh, and the the plasmas cost a lot of money now it's the 4ks cost a lot of money the leds and all that kind of shit they 
don't cost a lot of money. So it's like once we get into that transition where it's finally that 4Ks are costing regular amounts and there's the next step up, like the 8Ks or the 16Ks, whatever, or the OLEDs, whatever it is. When we're at that point where everyone's pretty much got a good TV, a 4K TV, and they make an actual console that's designed around this TV, then I would go into it. But like a console that's like half-ass upgraded for 4K, you know, like, oh, this is just in case you have it, but it can also play on stuff that in case you don't have it kind of thing. Like, I want the console specifically designed, you need a 4K TV for this. You know, I so otherwise, to... I don't care. Yeah, I kind of have to agree with Tom on the TV aspect of things. I mean, you know, you can go online and look up comparison videos for games up and coming on a 4K version with using, like, a Pro or a Scorpio versus you know, your current console, which since I already have the PS, well, the PS4 and then the Xbox One, I don't feel like really going and actually buying one of the Pro editions. But like, you don't really notice a difference unless you have that 4K TV, unless you have a TV that's giant enough that like when the pixels are coming through, it's going to be significantly more noticeable, the improvements upon what's currently there so i feel like it's i don't know it's pointless to go out and buy one now if you already have the console and can play the games on it even then you have to you have to really look at that game to see the improvements too because like perfect example is um the last of us last of us came out on ps3 it looked gorgeous it was pushing the console's capabilities so it was a little slow it was a little sluggish everyone thought told joel was like a, a tank um, on PS4, he moves a lot smoother, frame rates a lot better, but otherwise the graphics, they haven't really upgraded any, you know, they look a little smoother, they play a little smoother, but that's mostly because the frame rate's up. So it's kind of like that, that's what your consoles are doing, the same thing that Last of Us did, is it's like it gave you that little bit of boost. So is it really worth the whole price tag of a whole nother console? For a well game... You can argue that it's 50, 60 bucks, but for an entire console that's anywhere upwards of 300. What I don't understand is who are they aiming this stuff at? Because the people who care about little graphical upgrades like that most likely will have a PC and that will be their preferred platform if they want to have the best looking. And they're willing to spend that type of money. Um, so I don't understand who Sony thinks is buying the PS4 Pros to get a slight upgrade. I know the Scorpio is supposed to be a bigger upgrade and supposed to be, you know, I don't know, leaps and whatever ahead of uh, what we have now. I don't see how, considering these games still have to work. On the current Xbox, so I think their their target audience is like people who don't have the console yet. Which yeah, there's far and few between, but there are still people that don't have the console, and if they're looking to get one, they at least can get the latest model. Yeah, but if you have that, I don't know. Like if you have that type of money and you're willing to, you know, spend that on the console, I don't like. Are you willing to pay that much? I don't know how much a Scorpio is going to be, but. From what I'm hearing, rumors are, you know, upwards of 500 bucks or something like that, so... Yeah, I heard it might be pretty expensive, which is a downer for them, because, like, if they could get it to price match the Pro, mm -hmm. they'd probably outsell the Pro, but whatever. Especially yeah. for someone like me, because I'm still one of those people who doesn't have an Xbox. So the Scorpio would be the one that I'd be looking to get if I was looking into getting an Xbox. Yeah, well, see, are you willing to drop, like, 500 no. See, that's that's what I don't understand. I don't understand what their what their goal is here. Um, like I said, if it if it came in around the same price that the Pro is at, which I think like what is the Pro like around four hundred, like three ninety nine or something. So if if it came in at that price tag, I would consider it, but I would probably be looking into a brand new regular Xbox One S or whatever, whatever mm -hmm. the latest one is. Um, just because it would be probably another $100 cheaper than what the the Scorpio is. That is the one bright side of 
new consoles coming out, it usually means a drop for whatever's currently out. So that might help. But you're gonna say something, Ryan? Well, I was just gonna say, what if what if their goal is to ultimately assimilate themselves into the PC environment? You know, you, if you go and you buy a PC, right, and you're constantly trying to upgrade it, I don't know how much PC parts cost, but you're still losing the value of what you currently have, and you might be trying to trade that in at a separate price to try and drop the price of whatever you're trying to buy, you know, video card or graphics card, I mean, mm -hmm. or whatever else you're trying to improve. Well, I mean, if you're going to upgrade your console, if you're going to get some sort of hopefully some sort of trade-in value on your current PS4 or your current Xbox One to try and reduce that overall cost of the new console. So I'm just wondering, is it possible? Because especially considering, like, if you look at Microsoft, all their games now are both releasing on the Xbox One and PC. So it's like, what's not to say their whole point is to try and essentially remove the Xbox overall and just totally focus on PC. Right. I, think... I mean, I'm not saying that's the end all be all, but I'm, that's just a, I guess, a guess. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good theory. Uh, it's better than anything I've been able to come up with. I'm, I'm still baffled on. I mean, I don't mind them doing it. I just, it's just not for me. Like, I thought about getting a pro for like a couple of days, and I'm like, why? And I was like, nah, I'm good. I got my PC. If I wanna you know, turn up the graphics all the way on something, or I got my, my regular PS4, we play games just fine, it's not like anything, like, is, you know, struggling to run on it, it runs just fine, so, that's it, you guys got any final thoughts on consoles before we move on? Yeah, they need to add more USB ports to consoles. Yeah, they do, <laughs> they do, man, I... I bought an external hard drive because of that upgrade that PS4 did recently. And Oh, and you have to have that constantly plugged into a yeah, USB? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> so, I didn't even think about that. That's, that's terrible. I fight over the two goddamn ports on my PS4 now. I fight over them with like either the keyboard, the charger cable the cable to the the headset like it's like it's always just a constant switching i'm like fucking hell yeah i don't i don't know how how do you do it with the uh the vr headset do you have enough ports to do everything you need to do uh i mean it's pretty much the same exact scenario you guys have i mean i have to utilize one usb slot to have the entire little like mini box plugged in for the vr headset so really i only have one free usb slot and now at this point, because I'm using that for my new external hard drive, I don't really have anything to plug in like my headset to. Thankfully, I can so hook if your up controller, my... What? Uh, I was just going to say, if your controller is dying while you're playing a VR game, you're kind of screwed, aren't you? Uh, actually, yes. <laughs> I do have to pause it and put it down. That is ridiculous. And plug it into my wall just to play. Horrible. You would think it couldn't cost that much that, you know, just put a few on the back for me. Let's, you know. I know, uh, right? It's like, what? why Why have they just constantly, can they, when they first came out, what, we have like four, maybe five USB ports on the on the PS3? And then they, they fucking took it down on the Slim to two, and then they just came out with two on the PS4. It's like, no, we want our USB ports. We have things to plug into them. Oh man, yeah, consoles. That's why everybody needs to get a PC. Wrong. Well, <laughs> but then you can't play them great PlayStation exclusives, man. That's true. I mean, I love all my consoles. You guys see, I freaking I have everything, all current stuff except for a Switch, and I've been talking myself out of buying that. So stop doing it. <sighs> Buy it. No, no, no. Not gonna do, do it. Do it. <laughs> Buy it. But our next topic is now I know none of us really play Call of Duty anymore. But they are going to announce the new one and it's gonna be uh made by Sledgehammer. Are uh, you guys familiar with Sledgehammer? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they did three, and they did Advanced Warfare. I didn't play Advanced Warfare. But anyway, this new one seems to have a lot of people excited because it's going back to World War uh, Two. So, do you guys ever... Not specifically this game, but do you guys ever see yourselves trying to go back to a Call of Duty franchise? Is there anything they could do to bring you back? Uh, honestly, I don't think so because it's just... I mean, even changing up the World War Zone, you know, from, you know, taking it to modern warfare to outer space and all that kinds of crazy crap. Like, there's just... There's, it's like... I've been there. I've done that. You know that 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 game is always going to be that, regardless of the setting you put it in. It's always going to be. I've been there. I've done that. To the people who enjoy that stuff, like that, you know, all, you know, more power to you. Good for you. But I can't. Like I need something new. You know, like that's why I like Titanfall a lot because it was new. It was interesting. It was. You know, I'd be down to even get into like a Titanfall three and see what they do with that, but. After that, like, if they don't end that series, then you just keep going on and on with it. Like, I'm, it's going to be the same thing as Call of Duty. I'm just going to drop out of it. It's like, you can't really iterate on it much more. And all you're doing is just giving me new maps, different perks, and sometimes some new guns. It's like, okay, point, shoot, have some fun. What do you think, Ryan? Does that Does that name just have too much stigma attached to it now, even if they do try different things see I don't know if I'd be the person to ask about this because I was never really drawn into the series in the first place mm-hmm. uh, I never I mean of course I played first person shooters but it's never really been my thing to get on the uh, online multiplayer uh, scene for first person shooters where you you know talking trash all the time and enjoying the power trip that you get when you went around with your team so i don't really i don't think there's really anything in the game that could probably pull me in outside of a good story but i don't really think call of duty's known for having a good story that's <laughs> because no one plays yeah. the story <laughs> exactly so <laughs> i mean i i used to i mean like I said, when 4 came out, I played both. I played the story, and then I played a ton of multiplayer. And then gradually after that, in the Call of Duty games, I was just playing single player. I was one of those weird people that was just playing it for single player. And then they had... I don't remember exactly which one it was, but they had the Spec Ops um, mode in one of them. And that was really fun. Um, you guys remember what that was? No. So no. it was like it was like special ops. It was a, uh, it's basically like a co-op. So you and uh, you you could play online, and you and somebody else would like co-op through these missions and try to complete them. So oh, they, that's cool. they had in two. You and me played the co-op on two. Yeah. So I mean that sounds pretty fun. So. Yeah, the co-op is pretty good, and I will you know to be fair to extend an olive branch here. They do have legit good stories. They are fun. It's kind of like a, you know, I mean, yeah, people are always like, oh, it's a three-hour campaign. You know what? It's like watching a Michael Bay action film. It's it's fun. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to do nothing. It's fun. Wow. Uh, I'll give them credit for that. Like, it's... Uh. <laughs> but no, it's like... And from what I heard, the the last one that came out was a really good story, so... I mean, I haven't played it, so I can't say anything to that. But, I mean, from what I remember playing the Call of Duty, the story was always entertaining. It was fast. It was quick-paced. You weren't struggling. You know, it was, I don't know, it was just some easy, good fun. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It almost seems like, like I said earlier, like the stigma attached to it now. It's kind of like Assassin's Creed. Like, excuse me, I love Assassin's Creed. And, uh, I don't know, you just keep hearing people crap on it and say how bad this one game is, and I kind of got turned off. And then the following year, they come out with one that people, I forget which one it was, uh... Black Flag. Was Black Flag the good one? Yeah. Okay, so that one came out. Huh? 
I just said, oh, God, no, keep going. <laughs> so, you know, that came out, and I wanted to try it. I actually have it still. Yep, I see it over there on my shelf. Um, but I never played it because, I don't know, the whole series just kind of was like, eh. It's kind of lost me at Black, that point. Black Flag was really good, but it was so, it was like, it had so little of the assassin feel to it. It was more like, do you want to play a pirate action game? Here you go. <laughs> it wasn't like an Assassin's Creed game, uh, which is, I don't know, it was weird. Um, I got, I ended up getting, um, I can't remember if Unity came out before or before or after Black Flag. But Unity was terrible. There's so many bugs and glitches. I got Syndicate, though, which was the last one that they released. And I remember everyone was up on that one as well. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, no, it's really good. It's really good. The story's good. There's there's tombs in it, and there's this. And that's primarily why I got it. That was the one thing that bummed me out about Black Flag was there were no tombs. And when I got Syndicate and I found out that I couldn't, like, either if the tombs are in there, I haven't found them, and I've done a lot in that game, and I kind of just fell off of it. I was just kind of like, eh, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you could see me, but I rolled my <laughs> eyes when you guys talked about Assassin's Creed. Just, uh -huh. just wanted to throw that out there. Was there a certain one that just kind of turned you off, or you just did you ever like the series? I didn't like it when it started becoming a let's release each of these games every single year, and also. I think the reason why I started getting off put after three was the fact that the overarching story was over. Um, the whole reason why the Assassin's Creed game started mm -hmm. was gone. And you mean a Desmond especially, stuff? Yeah, and especially considering the fact that I I'm not a big fan of pirates slash water and video games. Thank you, uh, Ocarina of Time. Uh, water. Can I be just good. I was completely turned off from even like remotely wanting to try Black Flag and I think ever since then it was just like I see Assassin's Creed and it's just eh <laughs> that's cool yeah I'm kind of at that point too even though no game none of the games I've played were actually bad but I stopped pretty early so 3 was terrible I think that was the last one. I didn't finish that one. I barely started, but I didn't get to any parts where I didn't like. It's just, it was just too long. It was just, it was so boring. Like it wasn't like the, there was nothing wrong with the gameplay. It was just, it was boring. Like missions were nothing more than you know, go from here to here, the end of mission. All right, fight these dudes. End of mission. It was just, I don't know. It was just so fucking boring. There's nothing good in it. Like I said, it, there was nothing wrong with gameplay. It's just boring and we'll see i mean yeah last year was the year they took off right they didn't have an assassin uh, Creed last year i don't know haven't they had they haven't had one for a while haven't they i think they just said they were gonna skip uh, a year paying attention <laughs> i don't know I, yeah i haven't been paying attention to assassin's creed <laughs> yeah i don't i don't blame you guys all right but yeah uh moving on to our, our final topic of this week um, it's just kind of a, a general thing. Uh, you know, the Destiny Stu uh, Destiny Two stuff came out not too long ago. Destiny Stu. <laughs> Destiny. So, that's what it should have been called because Destiny Two makes no sense. You can't have a second Destiny. But yeah, I mean, I haven't. I personally know I'm, I'm going to get it, so I haven't been like super excited looking at all the information that they've put put out i haven't even watched a trailer but i just want to kind of get a an idea of how excited you guys are for it and what you guys would maybe like to see them do that do differently than they did in destiny i don't want to call it destiny one the first destiny i guess ryan i'm gonna start with you this time no why are you starting with me start with tom. no start with tom <laughs> No, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to say, like, my excitement is through the roof or anything like that. Uh, I'm kind of with you in the sense that, like, I definitely plan on getting it. So I don't need to go and hype myself up when I have five months to play a crap ton of other video games that I currently have on my backlog. So, like, right. if I sit here and get myself overexcited about it, like, I'm going to forget that, like, when that comes out, Oh great! Now I have even more games to play. 
um barring that like i don't know i i mean i had my problems with destiny but as long as the game's like actually larger because i feel like i was really underwhelmed with the size of the game uh and the story but i think that's just because of the whole situation with the writer leaving and then they like totally rewrote the entire game and then there was nothing to it like tom just said um so as long as they improve on that like i should be pretty content and i also hope that this time around it's not so much of a pain in the butt to try and get people together to go raid i always feel like that was the biggest issue was trying to get a group of six to be able to just go and do it right what about you tom uh well i'm i guess i'm an interesting case with destiny because as you guys well know uh i i guess i had high expectations for destiny in that like i was expecting this very mmo game where you could just continuously play it once a day and have something new and explore a new area and whatever <clears throat> so you know, in, in my disappointment with how small it was, even like even when I was playing the alpha and the beta, I saw, you know, we all saw what it, what it was offering. And I kept telling myself, you know, oh, no, it's going to be bigger. It's going to be bigger. It's just an alpha. It's just a beta. And then, you know, we got the same exact fucking thing that we got in the alpha and the beta. And I was just like, eh. That, like, and that just started the, the, the decline in my excitement for Destiny. And between the story and the RNG system and just like the lack of stuff in the game, the lack of content. It's just really disappointing. Even though like we were all having fun, we all played constantly, we all did the raids a ton of times and stuff like that. So it's like I, I mean knowing that and going into that, like knowing you know, I think I'm able to look at Destiny Two in a different light, like I kind of expect the same exact thing. So in, in expecting that, I'm kind of like, like as long as I got you guys to play with and we're going to have as much fun as we did back in the day, I'm not going to let myself get overwhelmed by, oh, there's no story in it. Oh, the maps are really small or, oh, there's only X amount of strikes and there's only X amount of raids and there's only X amount of stuff to do in the game. So just kind of like putting myself on that like level, I think I'm good with getting it and I've pretty much decided that regardless if I like the beta or not pretty sure I'm just going to get it just to have a good time with you guys so it's like not exactly like excited for it like I was when Destiny was first coming out but I'm looking forward to it just to have some some good old co-op fun nice so I think what about you Mike I think I think we're all on the same page I uh I didn't really have many problems with the first destiny uh i mean just there was a bunch of minor things that kind of added up but nothing to where i didn't want to play i mean i put hundreds probably of hours into it so you know as long as they could continue down the path that they've been going they've been going because they've improved the game since day one they've done a tremendous job to be honest like the support they put into that game, although we paid for it, because I mean, how many DLC packs were they? I think three? A lot. Three or four. Uh, yeah. I, I will say this, as overpriced four. as those packs were, and the improvements they did, I will give them a hand for that, because throughout that entire time, they were like, non-stop. People were just quitting or getting fired or whatever, and just leaving. So to be able to continue to support the game like that, like, yeah, sure, I'll give them that. But at the same time, they also fucking lied through their teeth, like, constantly in every PR bullshit that they put out. See, I'm, I'm kind of unaware of most of that. Like I said, I'm I'm different from most people. I don't get caught up in too much hype. I mean, there's a few games I have. And I thought Destiny would be more than what it turned out to be. But I wasn't disappointed because I didn't... My expectations weren't, like, overblown. So, I think that was one of the keys to me really enjoying that game. And I'm, I don't play as many co-op games as I used to, but 
when I do find one and I stick with it for a while, I, I have quite a bit of fun. So it that that's why Destiny was special to me. So I don't know. I mean, the guy who was in charge of Taken King is the one supposedly directing Destiny 2. So Taken King was really good. I enjoyed it. So we, we should be in for something special, I hope. Um, you guys got any final thoughts on Destiny? Uh, no. I hope right. that they keep it up with the raids. Raids are fun. Maybe it'd be interesting to see if one was actually like longer though. Because I think out of all of them, what probably Vault of Glass took people the longest, even though it's not per se longer than any of the other raids. So I think it'd be oh, interesting. Oh, definitely longer they... than Crota. Well, Crota yeah, I crush. I think it'd be interesting if it was long enough to the point where like maybe some people would actually be forced to take a break from it because I know like most traditional MMOs uh, you're not going to really be able to just sit down and do it in like an hour time frame <laughs> or a couple hour time frame Yeah. so it'd just be interesting to see longer raids be interesting to see what they would be able to do if they just went full MMO and just you know charge monthly and, and just continuously pumped content into it and I don't know I don't know if they'd make it too grind I mean it's grindy already but they'd probably have to make it even more grindy which would uh which would be a shame I guess so I don't know we'll see I think there's a balance to be found but I don't think any I don't think any MMO has found that true balance between you know just having an action-packed mission that's like a story mission and having it not feel grindy while being on that grind of looking for better gear and stuff like that. Yeah. I just don't know what else you would be able to do because, like, I mean, you play something like Final Fantasy uh, fourteen, and, yeah, you could go do raids and then you could, you know, take a break and go mine or fish or, you know, just build stuff or... I don't know. You you have other things to do with. I mean, what do you do in a shooter? The first person shooter. Shoot things. <laughs> like yeah. I mean, what do you take a break from? What else do you spend your time doing? So. I mean, just because it's a first person shooter doesn't mean they have to avoid crafting. They could implement some kind of crafting. Maybe okay. some kind of like apartment um, stuff going on in the tower where you can. You know, work up the the what was it, glimmer, glamour, whatever, to buy um to glamour. buy an apartment and then like glamour. deck it out in like all kinds of trophies and stuff. That'd be interesting if they. I mean, I know that's not what they're going for, but I'm sure there's some games out there who try to make that work. I just haven't played any. But uh, is that it for Destiny for you guys? Yeah. Okay. So, before we go, before we wrap up, I just want to get an idea of what you guys are going to be playing uh, pretty soon here. Anything got anything coming out you guys are looking forward to in the near, near future? Pray. When does that hit? The 5th. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is it just Pray? They don't have a, a subtitle? Yeah, I think it's just pray. That's weird. Pray to God. <laughs> Anything else coming well, out next month? P R A Y. It's P R E. I know. I was kidding. I was. <laughs> okay. I was kidding, Tom. <laughs> just making sure. What else you no, picking up? Well, I'm. I'm good. It's just praying Persona Five and the rest of my backlog. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to the re-release of. Uh, Final Fantasy 12 here in a couple months. Um, I forgot about that. I, I'm i really looking forward to, like, since this is the international edition, kind of like what I was looking forward to with the whole Kingdom Hearts re-release, having all of the extras that everyone in Japan got to play, um, but we never really had the chance to see. 
especially considering the last mark in Final Fantasy twelve took like five hours to beat, and now it's only gonna have to take like ten fifteen minutes. He was an oh hour. no, it took longer than that because we didn't have all the all the gear in that game because we missed out on the opportunity to do so. Wow. Um, so it was a much longer grind to do that, but I'm looking forward to that. Still... And then I've also planned on replaying three and four after beating Persona Five. So I'm gonna have quite a bit to be doing here the next couple of years, probably. <laughs> God knows how long it'll take me, <laughs> given my schedule. Oh, but you know, you know, it's funny though about that um, Final Fantasy twelve. Um, I had it. I had my gamut set up so well that when you went into that fight with Yasmin, um, I would literally. Well, it, you, you never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would just I would run into the fight. I'd engage him, and then I'd walk away and I'd go do something for like an hour, and I'd come back, and I knew like in the last like 10 minutes of battle was when I had to like jump on and actually like control my characters because the gambits would stop working at that point because he got so powerful. But yeah, it's yeah, like that's how I beat to, that fight. <laughs> I think we had to switch up gambits twice during that battle because he had like three different phases to the fight itself, so we had to, we couldn't just stick to one group of gambits for that fight i had i i don't remember how i had my gambit set up but i had them set up in such a way that you you couldn't kill me like it was impossible to kill me because like one character would just take over for the other character and and like boost them up and do all kinds of stuff with them i had like um bosh i had bosh ash and i think the my third was like interchanging between like vaughn and um from mm. and and they were just like basically Bosch was my power hitter, Ash was my healer, and like the third one was just like extra, like they would do healing and damage. Yeah. And however I had the game but set up, they would just like if anyone ever got hit with anything, they would heal them, put buffs on them, put defense on them, and then they wouldn't get touched. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I probably won't be buying anything for a while. Like, I mean, I'm very early in Persona. I still have Horizon. I still have Mass Effect. I still have Kingdom Hearts collection. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. A lot of shit, fool. I don't, I don't need to buy anything. I do want to try a few PC games, um, but those won't be games I, I like know. play for. A long time. I just want to try that uh, player players unknown battle player unknowns battleground. I want to see what that's all about. It looks pretty fun. Everyone's been talking about it. Yeah. So, but that's not like something I'll be like playing for a long time. I'll just jump in. Like I'm trying to be that great at it. So that's all I'll be doing in the. Got to be the very best. Those days are over for me. Like when I was in freaking high school and came straight home from school and played games all day and then all summer I could do that but good times back when he still played Call of Duty yeah. Yeah. good times yeah back in the day but that's gonna do it for episode 2 um if you've made it this far stick around till after the music I got a special giveaway not telling you now keep listening all right thanks for joining me ryan you're welcome thank you tom <laughs> you're not welcome <laughs> jerks i appreciate <laughs> you guys anyways you guys both suck but uh, I, like, I like how he lumps you in with me after i'm the one that made <laughs> he took too long he took too long <laughs> but anyways we will be back next saturday Oh, shoot. I shouldn't have said that. We'll be back next week. <laughs> Some, <laughs> someday next week. <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> someday, someday next ne week. Uh, we're going to try to record these. Marked on your calendar. <laughs> I can't. I mean, we... Just open, up, uh, just open up the whole week. <laughs> All right. A little behind the scenes. We're recording on Saturday. Our plan is to record every Saturday. But I 
probably won't post them every Saturday, so there you go. Come back next week sometime to get the next episode. Until then, bye. Bye. Alright guys, you made it this far. I'm sure you're here for the giveaway. So, let's get to it. $50 is what we're giving away. $50 gift card for Steam, or Xbox Live, or PSN, your choice. Uh, the winner will be chosen at random on May 8th. Competition will close on May 8th, and we'll announce the, the winner that day. So, you have a couple ways to enter. First is to just comment on each episode that we put out between now and then it should be three so go to the website um you're already there if you're listening to this darkhourgaming.com hit the podcast tab hit dark hour gaming and for this one you'll hit episode two uh comment and give us feedback whatever you want to do you'll get an entry uh per episode that you comment on uh next way is to join a discord server Easiest way to join our server is to go to the main webpage, darkhourgaming.com. At the bottom, there is a Discord link. Hit that link. It'll give you an instant invite, and you can sign up. First comment you make in the server will get you two entries into the contest. The more entries you get, the better your chances are to win. So comment on all those episodes and join the Discord, and good luck. Um, This is for the people who... Our loyal listeners, so I'm not posting this on Twitter. Only if you made it this far would you know we're doing this giveaway. So good luck. Appreciate you guys, and take care.